It's Tuesday, May 14th, 2019. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, on March 15th, 2019, here in Birmingham, we hosted an event in coordination with Ark Stories. It was a storytelling event where we were able to host many people with stories about adoption and foster care and orphan care to be able to tell their firsthand experience about how foster care and adoption has affected their family and them personally. Tracy and Zach Davis uh, are from West Alabama area, the Adger, Alabama. Tracy is a stay-at-home mom, and Zach is employed with a local steel company. They have one daughter who they brought home through adoption, Olivia Norma Catherine Davis. They enjoy being outside, and especially with their many dogs. Both of them love the Lord and are actually involved in their church community. Tracy and Zach firmly believe in adoption and the ministry of bringing children into their home. So please enjoy this story told by Tracy Davis. Thank you for having my husband and I come tell a little bit about our domestic adoption story. Um, our story actually starts out when I was um, a younger girl, around the age of 19 years old. Um, young girl, hadn't dated a lot, didn't have a boyfriend, and I started contemplating, um, you know, where was God going to take me in my life um, as far as rela- a relationship? Um, you know, was I going to end up being a, a single lady or was I going to end up getting married? Um, and one day, um, I was driving to my little part-time job at Ecker Drug. For you who don't know what Ecker Drug is, it's Rite Aid now, okay? But I'm driving to my little job at Ecker Drug and, um, I just remember having the thought that, you know, if God didn't bring me a partner, somebody to share my life with, I could be a single mom. I would adopt. That's, that's, that was my thought. And little did I know at that time that God was starting to write my future on my, on my heart. Um, and so that thought stayed with me, um, even though I didn't tell um, a lot of people about this, um, but it, I don't think my husband even knew until much later on into our adoption story, um, but that thought stayed with me, and a few years later, God did bring somebody wonderful into my life. He brought me my husband, um, and we got married. We kind of just, I think we took the path um, that everybody else did. You know, we got married, um, you know, we, we slightly, lightly talked about having children as, as we were dating. I think we kind of glossed over that a little bit, and I kind of, yep, yep, that's absolutely, we're going to get married, we're going to have children, that's what we're going to do. And our life went five years, ten years, <laughs> fifteen years, <laughs> no children. Um, and at that point in our lives, we started discussing whether or not we were going to have children or not. Um, and my husband really, he really wanted to be a dad, really wanted to have children. Me, at this point in, in your life, you think you should probably know the answer to, to this very basic question of whether or not you want to have children. Well, I didn't. Um, I did not really, 
I can, I can honestly say I didn't have peace about that, but because my husband wanted children so badly, um, I said, okay, we'll, we'll move forward in this. We'll do this. Well, when we didn't, you know, when that didn't come to fruition very quickly, um, it was something that was pretty easy for me to shut the door on because I didn't have peace about it. And so, and of course, he didn't understand why I didn't have peace about it. You know, when you're married, you shouldn't want to have children with your husband, you know? But it just wasn't the case. So we kind of shut the door on that. I didn't have peace about it. He didn't understand why I didn't have peace about it. Uh, you know, and I can honestly say it, it there was a, brought a little bit of a struggle between us. Um, but we kind of just quietly closed the door on that. And during the course of our marriage over the next few years, um, we started talking about, you know, the Lord has really blessed us. He has really given us a great life. Um, you know, we're very undeserving of, of all of our blessings. We should start praying how God, you know, would, would move in our lives, you know, and what would be his will for our lives. So, um, so we started praying about that. And, and let me tell you right now, what the answer I got was not what I expected um, because we're moving into our late thirties, um, knocking on the door of 40 pretty quick. And um, so at that time, uh, there was also a little sideline issue going on. Um, my brother and his wife were having some struggles and they had a small child and we were kind of trying to decide were we gonna need to play a bigger role in our nephew's life. Um, so we were kind of trying to decide what they were going to do and what we needed to do at that point. Um, and then our church, um, hosted, um, a speaker from the Alabama Baptist Children's Home. And I was so looking forward to this because I love a story. Um, I mean, y'all, I'm locked in. And so I actually got sick and I couldn't attend. But my husband went. And, and bear in mind that over the course of the years, I had, I had approached him about adoption um, on different occasions. And bless his heart, I think I exposed him to one too many like Lifetime television for women movies. You know, um, uh, you know those women come back and they want their babies, you know. Um, and, and, and so, and then of course there had been some things that had played out in the news with adoption stories that didn't go very well. And, and he just said, I, I, don't, I'm, I don't know about that. I'm, I'm scared of that. Um, that. That would just break my heart. I don't think that I could that I could do that. I could go through that. Having somebody come back and say after two weeks, three weeks, a month, whatever, I want my child back. I just, I just couldn't bear it. So again, we shut that door on, you know, um, the possibility of having children. And so, so we're praying God's will in our lives, you know, what would you have us to do? And, and he's off at this event listening to this speaker from the Alabama Baptist Children's Home and Little did we both know at that point, God was going to start working in his heart for a change, um, a big change in our lives. And so one night, he and I, you know, envision like all you guys do, if you're married couples, you're lying in bed with your husband, you know, lights are out, and you're, you're just kind of having these, this general discussion about your life and where it's going to go and what you're going to do. And, and so we were discussing our nephew, and he said, oh, I think... 
think that situation's going to be okay. I think it's going to be okay. And then all of a sudden, he goes, well, what about us? And I said, well, what about us? And he said, well, why don't we adopt? And I promise you, lights are out, all's quiet in the house, and I don't think I said a word. I was laying there going, who is this person next to me? And what did you just say? And I think, I, I mean, truly, I think I laid there and I don't, I think I just shut my eyes and I don't even think I gave him a comment. I mean, we just went on. And so the next day I get to work and I drag my beloved co coworker next to me and I said, let me tell you what my husband said. And she looked at me and she said, you know, that's gonna require an answer. Like, like, that's not like a what you want to have for dinner kind of conversation, or do you think we should go to Florida or the mountains for vacation? You're going to have to tell him something. Now, what I know, I know, but what am I going to say to I was like, because I'm thinking, who is this person? You know, you went off and heard this. You know, I mean, I had no idea. So I get back home, and, and, and after we get off work, and I said, you know that thing you said last night? before we went to sleep, and he goes, yeah, and I went, what are you talking about? And he went, God, um, he goes, he goes, I haven't told you, but God is real, God's been working in my heart. You know, I, I heard this speaker from the Alabama Baptist Children's Home, and ever since then, God has really been working on my heart. He has laid this on my heart. And I just kind of looked at him and took a break, deep breath and said, well, you're just going to have to give me a minute. I said, because I thought we were done. I mean, I thought the bee that I was going to get praying God's will was a beach house, not a baby. You know, I mean, I was pretty sure I was headed to the beach when we retired. Um, so I said, well, okay, we're, let me think about this. And and then the next day, driving to work, and as you can tell, driving to work is like a big thing with me. You know, that's the, where I do my best communicating with God. Don't be scared if you're meeting me on the road. It's really okay. I'm paying attention. But, but me and him are having our best conversations as we're driving. And so, you know, I'm, I'm praying to God and saying, God, you know, what, what do you want? How do I respond to this? What do you want me to, to do? Because, you know, we're in our very late 30s now, and, you know, what... And I can promise you, I have never heard God speak so clearly in my life. The answer was just, yes. And I just remember going, okay. And I've never had such complete peace over anything in my life as to when I said yes to that. And so I came back home that afternoon and said, yeah. I think this is where God is leading us. And we researched some, some private adoption attorneys, and that kind of didn't feel right to us. Googled Lifeline, and we went and we met our sweet Renee Griffin, who is our social worker of domestic adoption. Um, and she sat us down in her office and she said, I'm gonna tell you every horrible thing that could ever happen 
in adoption. And if you don't run screaming out of here like your hair's on fire, she was like, then you're a candidate for adoption. <laughs> and I said, well, all right then. So we sat there and we listened to every horrible thing that she could ever tell us about domestic adoption. And we looked at each other and we said, well, I think we can weather that. I think we can handle that. And so we went home and we started our process and paperwork and it took two years. Exactly what she said it would take, it's amazing, two years. And our sweet Christy Harmon, she ended up being our birth mom counselor. She's an angel, by the way. Um, and we get a phone call that we have a birth mom um, and could we have this profile shown to us? And we looked it over and we said yes to it. Um, she wanted to pray over these, these profiles um, that, we, that she had been given and she did. And a couple of weeks later, we're sitting at the Cracker Barrel in Bessemer, meeting our birth mom. And, um, and we broke every rule that, that Renee told us not to. First of all, she said, now for you men, y'all are used to going like, hi, I'm Zach Davis. Don't do that. Don't give her your last name. And, and then she said, you know, don't exchange your phone numbers and your emails and your addresses. Well, the first thing I do is go, hey, I'm Tracy Davis. Hey. And then she slips me an envelope with the ultrasound pictures in it with her full name, address, email, cell phone. I'm surprised she didn't give me her social security number. And I just looked at Zach and I said, well, it's on now. You know? <laughs> she, she can find us and we can find her, you know? And I promise you, God is amazing. I mean, he has given us the best birth mom that anybody could ever ask for. Throughout this process, um, which was a, a short process of meeting her because she was in about her last month, month and a half of pregnancy, but he gave us this wonderful woman and, and she is, she is fabulous. And through the process of getting to know her, you know, our whole, our whole thought process was we need to be pouring love into her and we need to be you know, just loving on her and, and telling her how wonderful she is and ministering to her. And before I know it, she's ministering to us, you know? I mean, and it has just been the most incredible, amazing story. Um, and I'm so glad, more than glad, that I said yes to God when he presented this to us. And, you know, I was sitting here today uh, eating lunch with our sweet Olivia, who's two, and she's got her swim goggles on. Don't ask me why. Whatever it takes to eat lunch. Y'all you know, know, Mama. Well, you know, you'll sing a song, you'll call a grandparent, you'll let them wear swim goggles. And she was, and she's, she's eating her chips, and she's smiling, and she's vibrant, and she's beautiful. And, and I just looked at her, and I just thought to myself, thank you, God. You know, thank you for, let, for, for this gift. Thank you that I said yes to this. Thank, thank you for bringing me and my husband back to the same page because, at, you know, at one point we were not on the same page. But thank you, for, thank you for bringing us and putting us back on the same page because look at this, look at this miracle that we have in our life. And, 
You know, I just, I can't imagine now not having her. Can't imagine spending one day of my life without her. So um, if I have to leave you with anything, trust God, trust him. Um, his plan for your life is perfect. You may, you may have some areas in your life where you don't know, really. You're questioning what God's doing and you're not sure. Just, just give it over to him. And he will, he will make it very clear in his time, you know, what it is you're supposed to be doing. Because he did for us. And, and it's, it's been a blessing um, beyond any blessing that we could have received. Thank you all. Well, we hope that you've enjoyed this story by Tracy, and we hope that you will continue to tell people about the Defender Podcast. And if you will, take a moment now and go to your favorite podcast listening app and go ahead and rate us and let people know about the Defender Podcast. Every rating that we get helps boost the uh, availability and the searchability of the Defender Podcast. So if you will, take a moment to rate us if you haven't already. Well, thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.